Welcome to the Bitcoin Zodiac, the podcast that explores the intersection of finance and astrology, where we use a combination of spirituality and logic to help us connect the dots in the markets. Hosted by Corinne Florence and Claire Marinan, who both come from a diverse background, bringing with them a wealth of knowledge and experience in the realms of astrology, cryptocurrency, trading, philosophy, investment strategy, and of course, Bitcoin. In each episode, we explore the economics of the markets following the evolution of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies through each moon cycle and astrological transit. Join us on this journey as we explore the intersection of these two worlds that are often thought to be at odds with one another, finance and astrology. Whether you're a seasoned crypto investor, a day trader, or just starting to dip your toes into the world of Bitcoin and blockchain, the Bitcoin Zodiac is the podcast for you. So sit back, relax, and come and expand your consciousness with us as we explore the world of the financial markets through an astrological lens. All right, here we are. Happy Good full morning, Pisces. Wow, I can't believe, I can't believe we're at the end of August already. I know. Can you believe that there's like, what is it, three, four months left until the end of the year? Crazy, crazy. Like this year has just flown by. I feel like I say that every year, but like someone's speeding up the timelines, I feel. It it really, really is. Like it's it's so funny because I think there's like two ways of looking at this. One is like the perception side of things. And one time I heard this saying of like, um, time speeds up, oh no, sorry, time slows down when you're doing the same thing over and over again. And no, hold on, rewind. When time is going fast, it's because you're doing the same thing over and over again. And if you want to slow down time, then you need to do more new things. And that's why when we're kids, it looks like or feels like we perceive time as slow because right. we're always doing new things and we're always like in awe of everything. But as we get older, we get into routines, everything's like boring, the same old thing. And so time then speeds up. But then there's the other side of it where literally, you know, we hear um, certain professionals talk about the 5D realm and how literally even they say that even the earth is starting to speed up and that things are spinning and like all the planets are orbiting faster. And I don't know, because I'm not an astronomer, but if anybody Mm -hmm. is, please let me know. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, at least perceptually, but it is like that. Like when you're a kid, the summer, three months of the summer felt like eternity, right? That three mm-hmm. months felt like an eternity. And now it's like, wait, where did summer go? Like as an adult, it's like, hang on a second. Literally, literally, I know. But here we are. It here is are. The, the full moon in Pisces and not too long to go to the till the end of the year and 2024 comes around but we still are in year 2023 the year of transformation and preparation yeah and we've seen some pretty cool things since the last new moon some pretty yeah no one because everyone was complaining that bitcoin was being boring um for so long (laughs) including us 
including us. Right. And, um, True. Yeah. So now Bitcoin's like, okay, well, my last hurrah in Leo season, I'm going to be dramatic. And Classic. Um, you know, yeah. So we we have had a pullback. We get excited for pullbacks over here. Like we're we're into <laughs> that. We get excited. It's time for accumulation. We love that. We also love yeah. a healthy correction. We want that kind of healthy correction in the market. And yeah, as we've said on, people must be so bored hearing us say this on our podcast, but 2023 really is that year of accumulation. It's time to, it's a really great time to learn, really, um, you know, really understand Bitcoin, really understand the mechanics of Bitcoin and crypto, and also about global economics as well, the macro situation um and be really well versed in that it's given us an, an opportunity to really learn deeply about that and um yeah this full moon in pisces i mean pisces is a water sign so it's you know emotions it's really associated with intuition creativity and spirituality so in terms of the markets this can bring about heightened emotional sensitivity and um, but also a heightened connection to one's inner self and intuition. So it's it is a time to really listen to that, but also kind of balance that out and keep your emotions in check. Be aware that your emotions will be heightened, and um, keep your emotions in check. Um, also, in terms of financial astrology, Pisces energy can bring more emotional investing and trading. And um, maybe also a focus on the intangible value of investment. So again, we speak a lot about, um, you know, the fundamentals of Bitcoin on this podcast, and it is really um, a time to be looking at those more intangible sort of value judgments and you're, you know, really having a look at your thesis for Bitcoin and seeing if those things are still true when you look at the fundamentals. When we have like a big pullback like we did, it wasn't massive. I I expect a little bit more actually. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, when we have those kind of times, it's a time that you can have a look at like, hey, my thesis isn't only based on price. You know, it's there's more um, kind of intangible factors here that um, thesis for Bitcoin, but also when things are emotional, emotions are heightened, it can really lead to a lot of volatility in the markets. And so you just need to be aware of that and, you know, stay calm and um, recognize and sort of manage your emotions. Yeah. And I think that that as well paired with this continuous Venus, not just Venus in Leo, but Venus in retrograde, yeah. in leo is just kind of adds to that you know it is pisces is a water sign it is a lot of emotions it's also very psychic um yeah. but you know when it comes to then the financial side of things you know we have the emotions we have the maybe you know um the the clickbait in front of us that we fall for and we're more likely to fall for it when we have these Pisces energies, but also the Venus in Leo is so much this energy of like overspending. And we've spoken about this in past episodes where, you know, us Leos, we just like to buy things. It makes us happy. And so it is really a time to like be careful. Um, 
And, you know, when we actually look at what happened with this past new moon in Leo, you know, I even mm. saw online a lot of people doing about like, you know, because now it's like really starting to like come out that the moon phases with Bitcoin and everybody was like, oh, you know, yeah, because new moon was the end of price going up and that's why it came down. Well, sure, that played a little bit of a factor in it, but it was really the Venus Venus was really that key thing that we were looking at for Bitcoin to drop and drop significantly. Um, And I mean, I think if I remember correctly, it was like a 15 minute candle that I just looked at the chart and I was like, whoa, like, yeah, there it is. Our Venus inferior conjunction with the sun. That was really what sparked it. Um, And so that was really cool to see. Um, as we do every time that we have the Venus inferior conjunction with the sun, there is, um, and I invite you guys to go and back test it and check it out. There is always quite a significant move around there. Um, so Venus plays a really key role and um, it will be really cool when we are finally out of the Venus in retrograde on the 4th of September. So when you yeah. guys are listening to this, it should be like in five days time um venus will finally be out of retrograde and you know it will still stay in leo until the start of october um and then speaking of retrograde as we're actually here recording we have the brand new day of venus going no sorry mercury going into retrograde yeah we are officially mercury retrograde in virgo so I hope you guys aren't traveling like I am because this was a bad decision, but I'm just going to embrace whatever comes at me. Yeah, enjoy it. Enjoy the roller coaster of traveling in Mercury retrograde. Right. I was literally like, I was like, babe, just get ready. We're traveling through Mercury retrograde. I don't know what's going to happen. We just have to be super go with the flow because that's just what happens. I'm like preparing him it's so funny it's so funny and yeah I mean it just gives an example as well like a lot of people were expecting Bitcoin to break to the upside actually whereas our listeners Mm. our loyal listeners you know knew that this um this downside was coming we spoke about it in our last episode and um you know you really called it with that inferior conjunction and um so that's why we get tied into you know we we really look at the astrology and we really value what what it's sort of telling us because it does give us a heads up beyond technical analysis certainly beyond fundamental analysis and even beyond macro analysis what the energies are you know are happening and um how that could affect the market so i hope that none of our listeners were caught up in that um, that pullback and instead were in a position to take advantage of that. Yeah, definitely. It is the beautiful thing about um, astrology, that just extra thing that it really gives us those key dates, which I think is um, super useful. And, you know, I'm interested to see because as we're recording this, guys, it is the 24th of August, um and uh, you know we've had we had the big drop right around the new moon price did come back up a little bit and i'm interested to see i believe um we probably will see it a little bit back closer to that 25k mark around this full moon um as you guys start to listen to this 
Um, but I don't think the drops are over yet. Even though, even though um, I do think we're about to come into quite a boring period during uh, Virgo season. Virgo season, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, look, Pisces as well is like, as you say, it is quite psychic. It is very intuitive. So this is sort of a time to, you know, to really turn inwards and to to listen to that intuition, to lean into that intuition. And also it's a really good time to have a look at your portfolio and your thesis mm -hmm. for different projects that you may hold and, um, you know, have a look on uh, are these aligning with your goals? Um, what, are you, what are you wanting to invest in? and um, how are you wanting to reorganize your portfolio? And, um, you know, we also have like Pisces is really a sign that also emphasizes the interconnectedness and unity. So there will be like expect a lot of attention to be on global economic conditions and international markets. Um, you know, a lot of talk about things that affect cross-border interconnectivity. And I mean, there's, it's no coincidence that the BRICS Nations Summit is on at this time. It started a couple of days mm -hmm. ago. And, um, you know, also we have just before the, um, the full moon, we have Jerome Powell speaking at Jackson Hole, um, you know, providing an economic outlook. So it all ties into that. It all ties into that Pisces interconnectedness and unity and sort of a focus on the global situation as well. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's so aligned with the sun, you know, with the sun moving into Virgo. Um, that's actually going through Bitcoin's second house, second house. Uh, yeah. which is all about money, trade, the economy and interest rates. And yeah. that's where the light is just being shown where the sun, you know, is just shining upon and really bringing out those themes that you just touched upon. So it's very yeah. aligned with that too. And, you know, with that Virgo energy, it's just very much like, for me, it's like law and order and like mm -hmm. very like strictness and making sure that all our ducks are aligned and, um, that's just the energy that I'm really getting around this time. So yeah, absolutely. it's interesting at the same time, super boring for us cryptoers because we're like <laughs> when moon, you know, but um, that's where we, we've got to just step back into the, okay, everything's just in preparation stages right now. And you said something really interesting just now, which made me think about a conversation I literally just had today. Um, you said about like, you know, it's really great time for portfolio reassessing and reevaluation, maybe about like the projects that you're into. And um, a client of mine that I was talking to today, she just said something really interesting, which I loved. And she goes, when you look at crypto projects, you need to kind of look at it like she said it's the perfect world in between stocks and businesses and she goes you have to look at crypto projects or like startups they're babies and yeah. so when we're investing in them um you're really investing in 
an idea into people, into a community. And it's kind of like, I loved the energy behind it because it was like, we don't even invest to make money. Like, sure, of course, that's what, that's why people trade and invest, et cetera. But she was like, but you're also doing it to support them and to support like their vision and what they're creating. And I thought that was so beautiful um, because it brings about, you know, your energy when you are investing that money it's just the energy that you're doing it with and the intention rather than just like, Oh, I just want this to go to the moon and make money, but rather like, Oh, there's people behind this and an idea and I get to do it with love. I really loved that. Yeah. And I I think that's sort of going to be more of the theme moving forward because what I think annoys me in, in the crypto realm is that, there is a lot of crap in the crypto realm. There's a lot of things that are just pump and dump. There's a lot of scams and stuff like that. Um, but what's sad is there actually are some really innovative ideas. And mm-hmm. um, so we don't want those innovative ideas to get lost in the sea of pump and dump things. We, we do want to support and we want to see these ideas be birthed into the world, you know, and right. um, yeah, it's 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 interesting and it's exciting, I think. Um, I mean, I personally haven't looked at any altcoin projects, certainly not yeah. bought for, you know, at least a year, more than a year even, I would say. Um, you know, I really am more focused mainly on Bitcoin, um, a little bit of Ethereum as well, um, you know, because I just think that that's the time we're in in the cycle. But I think what's interesting when people are analyzing crypto projects is that the reality is, is that most crypto projects are just a white paper and some marketing. So really, they're just an idea and some marketing. And so it's really is being able to align with those ideas that really, you know, excite you, that you see real world use cases for them Um, instead of just being focused on like, is this going to go to the moon or not, you know? Yeah, um, and, and I think that's what's going to happen as regulation becomes a bit tighter. Like that's the positive thing mm-hmm. I see about regulation is that you know a lot of these pump and dumps and you know scams basically or just just rubbish. Um, it, I'm hoping that we're going to see a bit more of a clear out from those sorts of those sorts of projects. Yeah, and and I I couldn't agree more with like there's just there's so much like. I'm trying to think of the right word, poo out here in the crypto <laughs> space. And this whole year and this whole regulatory stuff that's coming out is really just to clean that up. And I think that then it's going to give the whole world of crypto such more of a beautiful name because the reason why a lot of people talk bad about this space is because they've been hurt. They've been burnt. They... um got into something that seemed like it was going to be something legitimate and the next big thing and it just wasn't and you know you said about the white paper white paper literally if you go and understand what a white paper is it really is a document that's just created for the investors to go and essentially sell to the investors why invest in us that's what a white paper is now even there it's from the intention and the energy that that comes from you read the white paper of bitcoin and 
he sells it to me or she or they or whoever it is sells it to me because I'm like, oh my God, like you are bringing so many solutions to the world. And then you read another white paper, still a sales marketing document, if you want to call it that, but it's trying to sell it in maybe, I always think of like sleazy car salesman way, you know, Um, and it's just the terminology and the energy behind it. Um, So yeah, it is, uh, I think it's an exciting time to clear everything out, clear out all the not so great things and keep what's what's legitimate and what our world really needs yeah yeah absolutely and even with the sun in virgo it it really is like an emphasis on like practicality attention to detail and being very analytical um you know it's virgo is really about precision and organization and a very methodical approach to to tasks or to doing anything really so it's more like it's a refining process. It's like problem solving, mm-hmm. you know, paying attention to the finer details. And so, um, you know, that, that is this point. I think that these, these pullbacks also, they're, they're shakeouts that, you know, they're, they're a time to, to clear things out. And, um, you know, so you want to really understand the underlying factors that contribute to this price movement the macroeconomic trends, the technical technological advancements, and also like regulatory issues. So that all feeds into that, but it's paying attention to these finer details. And, you know, it's it's easy for us to say this in 2023, but I, you know, the hype of the bull run, which is coming, um, it's very easy to sort of throw those things out the window and be like, you know, Oh, well, I want to get into this. I want to get into this. And, and, you know, literally during the bull run, you can kind of like put money, throw money at anything and it generally will go up. But it's also yeah. being able to like have that system and a systematic approach to be able to capitalize on that rather than staying in things too long you know, being, having too many projects that you, you know, you need to be looking out for. So it's like really having a much more, systematic approach to how you you know study projects how you decide that you want to invest in projects you know rather than oh my friend says this is going to pump and jumping into something it's like no I want to you know now is the time to really develop a strategy of like what are you know how am I going to choose to invest in things like what what are the key factors that are going to be pointing towards me investing in something and also what is my strategy to get in and out like that's also really important. Mm. And, um, but for Bitcoin, I think, yeah, Mm. as you said, money trade interest rates just before, you know, um, just before the, the full moon and uh, quite a way before the um, new moon, um, we'll have that Jackson Hole economic outlook from Jerome Powell. And that will give us an indication of what they're thinking around interest rates. I still think they have another hike or two, um, you know, in yeah. them personally, but um, not everyone agrees with that. They think they will probably pause, but I, I don't think so. I think that they will continue to hike and I can see sort of a time around eclipse season that for whatever reason, mm. they may then p- begin to like, maybe begin to pivot. And um, as we said on previous podcasts, um, you know, it, it sounds great. Okay. Incredible interest rates dropping, you know, more liquidity in the market, et cetera, more global liquidity, basically. 
But that actually isn't usually a good sign. Like that isn't an, a bullish sign really for the markets in general. That's usually a sign of a massive pullback and then probably bullishness further down the tr- a little bit further down the track because when they do eventually pivot, that actually is an indication to the markets that they something's broken and that it's like hmm. it's almost out you know it's out of their control and they need to do something quite drastic to stimulate the economy again. Um, so usually that is a massive pullback for the markets and um, followed by a V-shaped recovery. So we don't know if that's how it will play out this time. Of course not. But we're always looking back to see how things have responded um, previously. But I think we'll talk about that in more detail as we get closer to eclipse season. But um, yeah. at this point in time, I feel like Virgo, it's just going to be, you know, we've had a bit of a pullback. Um, I think we will continue to into this full moon and, um, you know, full moon, we usually find a local bottom. Um, but I think Virgo, there's, there's in Virgo season, there's nothing that's sort of telling me that there's going to be any impulsive recovery moves. So it's just going to be very slow and steady, um, you know, consolidation in my opinion. Yeah. And, you know, when I jump in and look at the astrology, you know, as we were just saying, Mercury retrograde still continues through um, the moon as it starts to make its way to the full moon. So Mm. right before it's actually also going to be square the natal Venus, um, which is all about manipulation with money. And Mm. so it's interesting because I wrote this a few days ago um, and I actually wrote um, it makes me feel like there may be a potential upwards move here, but it is a trap. Um, we could actually see a fake out during the BRIC summit. So I would stay out. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, when you're leverage trading, just play it safe. Um, because yeah, there's just a lot of volatility and big moves, but then really coming into the full moon in Pisces, um, which is at uh, 9.35 p.m. Eastern Standard Time um, on the 30th of August, we actually have the full moon happening in Bitcoin's eighth house, which is death, rebirth, and waste. And yeah. I'm feeling like not so much the death, but it's like transitioning to a rebirth because it has a lot of astrology that talks about like, it's starting to get healthy again. And, you know, I remember at the start of the year when I was going through Bitcoin's um, astrology and we started having, you know, the first like really big moves up. I believe it was like the start of March. We just had this really quick move up um, and everybody was excited and we're all back in the bull run. And I just remember looking at the astrology being like, this is unhealthy. This is not going to last this is a temporary thing. And the energy instead around this full moon is actually starting to bring like healthiness around it. It's kind of like Bitcoin's going to start going through its healing. And that is like a type of rebirth. Um, But it's not an impulsive boom. We're going up Um, rather just starting to just starting to even look at who genuinely gets me like Mm -hmm. 
I have like who appreciates the real you Bitcoin, you know? And so I feel like it's just going to be a really healthy period, um, which I do believe is just going to be a period of consolidation. I don't see Bitcoin really going anywhere, um, you know, for now. Um, there's also a lot uh, of interesting stuff happening with Mars. Uh, it's going to be square the natal Pluto as well as opposition, the natal moon. Um, and this causes some power struggles. Um, you know, there might be some aggression and chaos in the home. And that just makes me think that there's still just going to be a lot of debates and talks around, you know, what are they going to do with Bitcoin? How is it going to get integrated into the world? Which countries are going to accept it? Which ones want to reject it? You know, or even this talk around like, or even I just recently saw a man from China who um, has been imprisoned for life for Bitcoin mining. Now I'm going to be transparent. I just read the headline. I didn't go into details and, you know, then what he was doing with the Bitcoin or what, but, you know, I just, I just see these sorts of things coming out um, where we're just really trying to establish in the world what's allowed, what's not allowed. How do we accept Bitcoin and just struggles, power struggles is really the right word for that. Um, well, I and- think also even in terms of the full moon in Pisces in the eighth house, in terms of, you know, the eighth house being waste, death, rebirth and resources. I mean, as I was mm-hmm. saying, I, there aren't there are a lot of um, crypto projects that will not survive this period. You know, even mm-hmm. if they've survived this far, this is really I think we're getting to the sort of pointy end of the bear, of the I would say the bear market. Other people have said we're in a bull, yeah. bull market already. But, you know, this point where. Um, you know, a lot of these projects won't survive. So it is also a time to have a look at your portfolio. If you're still ha- holding on to some tokens that. that are, you know, from the last cycle and you're like, you know what, I'm just going to hold on to them. Hopefully they'll pump again. Like be really, you know, strict in that sense and go, are these, you know, are these really what I want to be invested in? I can get rid, just dump whatever is you don't think is going to, um, you know, is going to do well and put that money into something that you really believe in. And um, yeah. it's interesting that you mentioned someone in jail because there are quite a few people going to jail at the moment oh, um, boy. <laughs> in the crypto world. <laughs> we could have a few more and, you know, we can we can have a few more go to jail as well, rightly so. But again, yep. it's that, I'm sorry, but it's like clearing out the waste. It's, you know, it's like we're not we're not taking this energy into this next cycle. Um, So we obviously Mm -hmm. have SBF in jail after violating his bail conditions um, by I think he was I think the judge classified it as witness tampering because he was reaching out to his old colleagues who Mm. all have taken a plea deal and have agreed to testify against him. And um, so that is considered witness tampering. And what a crazy guy. He was living it up, house arrest in his parents' beautiful home. And now he is in one of the worst jails in America. Um, so, so silly. Um, so crazy. silly. Like, like, talk about like biting the hand that feeds you and just, oh boy. Well, honestly, the, I, it just, it feels like a very arrogant energy from him, though. He, he really does believe that he's above the law and he can just do whatever he wants. And look, he he has had that proven to him a couple of times, but I think that right. reign is coming to an end. And there was also 
an ex OpenSea executive, and he has been sentenced to jail for just three months for insider NFT trading. So it's wow. these these things are sort of setting precedents on what is acceptable and what's not. I do remember this story from a while ago that um that there were that someone from OpenSea was um you know insider trading mm. before I think he was buying them before they launched on the the homepage like kind of thing and then selling them himself. So um, right. I'm not sure exactly the details of that. But again, that for me just ties in with that energy of waste, death, rebirth and resources. And we're sort of beginning to set some precedents. Hopefully also Alex Mashinsky will be, um, you know, will face his criminal charges and we'll we'll see that as well um, in the next coming we, month. Yeah. And we, we also have um, Tornado Cash the two developers and founders of that who have been uh imprisoned as well as or I think they've been arrested I'm not sure if it's actually already like decided but I know they've been arrested they've been um charged with money laundering and that's all coming out too which is super it's super interesting just how all of it is coming out already around this period of time yeah and I I think as we move into as we move into Virgo season through this full moon period and into Virgo season you know we also have Mercury in Virgo in the third house which is tied to communication so you know it's communication Mercury is all about communication perception intellect and analytical thinking and then you have this you know contrast of practicality Virgo practicality attention to detail and like very methodical approach um so it kind of like enhances our ability to analyze information organize thoughts and make informed decisions through research um so I think we're going to see a lot of um you know, clear communi- clearer communication in um, the fin- in terms of financial markets. So it's going to be more sort of data-driven, analytical approach to the financial markets um, rather than hype. And it's, you know, again, going to be a focus on actual economic data, company reports, market trends. Um, so a much more sort of, I would say, clinical version of communication rather than the excitement and hype that we that we usually get and probably more of a focus in terms of bitcoin on fundamental analysis um and really sorting i feel like we're really coming into a period where we're going to start to see the fundamentals of bitcoin actually be more important than price um you know where i can't wait I can't wait. (laughs) Finally, come on, people. (laughs) Oh, you know, it's so funny. And um, yeah, and so that more of that, like, okay, so how does this technology fit into the world? I think that that's like what we're going to be coming into is really looking at how do we use this technology? You know, we've talked about it on past podcasts, but I think one of the most interesting things about Bitcoin is that this technology gives us the ability to remove that burden of trust from human beings and it's enshrined in code. And I, I think that's really important. And I think that's going to come to the forefront soon. And I I can't wait because it's so 
It's so funny because we obviously, because we have this podcast called the Bitcoin Zodiac, people always will say things to me about Bitcoin. They'll either want to have a conversation or they'll just be very kind of like, I don't know, a little condescending, I guess. But the things that I've never had this experience before where people who can so confidently speak about something they really don't know anything about. It's it's just, I mean, I find it kind of amusing, but it does get exhausting to be like Bitcoin's number one public defender all the time. But the things that people talk about Bitcoin and criticize about Bitcoin are so ridiculous, but they've just come from yeah, like a yeah. news headline. Like, but, and it's just, I always find it astounding because I'm like, wow, you really are speaking so confidently on something that you really don't know anything about. And um, I think that that's interesting. And I think that also these fundamentals, the, the truth of what Bitcoin really is and what it came here to do is, um, I think is gonna become more and more important and come into, be communicated, um, you know, on more of a more of a public stage, I think. I can't wait. Do you? ready for it do you yeah I I can't wait for that either and you know in the long-term astrology there's beautiful things like coming for for Bitcoin yeah. like it's all written in the stars but you know what you were just saying about you just made me think like you know people that just like you said speak so confidently on Bitcoin and you're like can you tell me what a Satoshi is and they can't even tell you that but they know everything else about Bitcoin right I feel like that's so associated though. It's not just about crypto. It, it's it's for any topic. And, mm. you know, we see all of these uh, experts and I'm doing the bunny rabbit ears with my fingers as I say the word experts <laughs> um, because they watched a few TikTok videos on a topic and now yes. they know everything. And I, I feel like that's such a satin in retrograde in Pisces or maybe even Neptune retrograde Pisces. It's like very Pisces energy of like illusions. Yeah. And it's like, well, on the opposite, we have Virgo energy. That's like, yo, where are the logical facts? Like we need yeah. more detail and more data. You can't just think that you're an expert all of a sudden. Um, but we have a lot of that and we have a lot of illusions and um, it's actually so funny. I, I have this one friend, he always sends me um, like these reels on Instagram of like fake spiritual girls. And they're so funny with like, <laughs> they're, they're crystals and they're like meditation and they're like, wait for it. I'm channeling right now. And it's so funny the way that they do it. Yeah. They're like, like sarcastic ones like the mock ones yeah, yeah. and it's so <laughs> funny because um you know I, I know like we're both into a lot of this like spiritual things but it's like you know kind of where to draw the line on like what you even share on social media and yeah. um and and why I'm bringing this up is just because I feel like it's this Pisces energies of like just illusions and we keep talking even about the fact that we believe one of the biggest illusions in 2023 is that everybody continues to compare bitcoin to the us dollar mm. when in reality and thank god we're stepping into this now okay let's look at the fundamentals one bitcoin equals one bitcoin period like 
it's not about comparing it to the US dollar. Sure, if you are transitioning from US dollar into Bitcoin, you care about that. You're day trading the pair Bitcoin USD, you care about what the price in USD is. Um, but that's the illusion that we're still stuck on the dollar. And mm -hmm. this is a very transitionary time. And I was actually reading on this full moon in Pisces that from an astrological level, it's ending a lot of cycles. Mm. Um, and I really feel that on so many different aspects of my life, actually. Um, I feel like there's been just a lot of uh, cycles starting to come to a close. Um, a lot of that is in relationship to Venus in retrograde as well, which we've spoken about with you guys. Um, you know, it's a lot of shakeups in relationships and that doesn't always have to be romantic. It's, you know, with friends, with business partners, with colleagues, with sometimes even family members. So um, this Pisces energy is like, or this Pisces full moon is also closing up a lot of that. And I think as per every full moon, um, you know, there is a big aspect of just like releasing and letting go um, and closing up cycles in life. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I, yeah, it is interesting that sort of illusionary sort of thing. And I think, I think that's on purpose. Like we live in an age where it's just information overload. We can't oh my possibly God. be an expert on every single thing we have access to. Um, but I think that there is this sort of level of arrogance in ignorance, actually, that like, you know, well, I have a grasp on a topic because I watched a 30 second Instagram reel. Like, you know, mm -hmm. there, there, it's impossible to have any depth of knowledge, you know, in that period of time. But I think that we, you know, um, as a society, we're fed headlines, we're fed reels, we're fed TikToks, we're, you know, all of, we mm -hmm. get information in such short bites. And we think that we really have a depth of knowledge of understanding on topics when we really don't, you know. And um, yeah, it's about being able to, to recognize that in yourself as well. Like I try and recognize that in myself. I, I don't need to be an expert on every single thing. Um, you know, I kind of just go towards the things that are that are of interest to me and that like really light me up and draw me in that direction. But there's that certain part. things that I don't need to I don't need to think about. I don't, you know, I'm there's a lot of things yeah. that, that are hot topics in this world that I actually have no interest in. You know, so um, yeah, I I just I just prefer to focus on the things that I, you know, I am interested in that do light me up, and I want a real depth of understanding and knowledge on those things. You know, and this hey, this Virgo Mercury and Virgo is a great time for that to sort of really yeah. lean into that learning, continuous learning, skill improvement, and really getting into the details of the things that you love and that you're really passionate about and you know for me obviously that's bitcoin it's um you know i really love like neuroscience and um you know that kind of that sort of element as well of spirituality combined with science um mysticism yeah. and, you know as we were talking before i love like herbalism and essential oils and alternative health and things like that so those are the things that I go really hard on, you know, I go really deep on, but there are so many other things that other people are interested in or are in the news or hot topics or, you know, hot topics online that I just don't have any interest in. So I'd rather channel my focus and energy 
into like my things that really light me up rather than spreading my energy too thin and just not really having a depth of understanding on anything really. Yeah. I love that too. We don't need to be an expert in everything. And, you know, I feel like um, it's like that saying, a jack of all trades, but a master at none. Mm. And that, that has really stuck with me a lot of my life. It's something that my dad has always said to me. And, you know, he would be like, oh, I wish that I was like more of like a master at one, which I look at him and just in case he's listening, dad, you're a master at a lot of things. I love you. <laughs> but, um, but you know, like, um, and it, it is, I think it's so beautiful when you can find those things that you're so passionate about and really dive into them. Um, and I'm just going to throw this out there. You know, I study a lot of social media. I've been working with social media a long time. And I do believe that one of the main tendencies that's going to be in the future is really the niches. Like mm. they just social media favors niche, niche, niche. Like the more that you can get like, okay, you're in, in fashion, like really going down to like, I'm going to talk specifically about heels not even shoes, but like heels and like really niching down, I think is a big part of what we have um, just in general in the future. Um, mm. So that's a, a little side note and just a little Corinne's intake on that. But coming back to Mercury, I also thought it was really interesting that Mercury is, while it's in retrograde, it's actually going to be also in opposition to the natal Uranus of Bitcoin. And I really mm -hmm. like to look at Uranus as we've spoken about plenty of times already here, because with financial astrology, Uranus just like shakes a lot of things up. Um, and opposition is a, a challenging sign or a challenging aspect, sorry, but with Mercury retrograde um, being in opposition to the natal Uranus, I think that if anything, it's an energy of like slowing down and carefully thinking through things mm. and, and thinking, not feeling, but thinking through things. Um, and so I think that's interesting because I think it adds to like our really like, yep, this is going to be a consolidating time of Bitcoin. Um, but also on the topic of Uranus on the 29th of August, which is probably when you guys were listening to this or happened yesterday, we had Uranus go into retrograde mm. in Taurus. And we've spoken about that in the past, how Uranus just already in general in Taurus is all about the earth, natural disasters. Yeah. food shortages, resource shortages. Um, and then that plays in the economy in what way? Resources and energy, you know, uh, limitations. Um, Commodities also is a big focus for Taurus. Mm, yeah, everything that comes from the earth. Yeah. And, you know, it's just so crazy to see already how we had you know when I said this last episode I send so much love and healing to 
you know, people that are in Maui and Hawaii, or mm -hmm. uh, we see even the volcano in Tenerife, um, which is an island of Spain, they're just starting to, uh, I don't know if it's already erupting, but it's like creating like a lot of issues to like their air. Um, we had the hurricane go through California, which luckily from what I understand and have seen, it wasn't as bad as they, um, you know, have expected it to be. We're just seeing a lot of these things happening, um, you know, a lot of talk around what's the word I'm looking for without saying the C word uh, or the V word, <laughs> potential other things uh, arising. Potential viruses maybe. Making I didn't want to back. say either of those words, but yeah, maybe some comebacks. <laughs> Oh, I just, and you know, but again, that, that is, um, that's health, that's health related. And, um, you know, I, I just feel like there's a lot of things that are starting to get shaken up. And so during this Uranus retrograde and Taurus period, um, which then, you know, will be paired with the eclipses in October mm -hmm. is just another transitioning time again that's what it is we're just transitioning yeah. our world's just changing and we said it in one of our first first episodes that by the end of this year we're just going to see a completely different world than what it is that we had at the start of the year because it's just transformations that's why all yeah. these planets are in retrograde yeah yeah absolutely and I think yeah. also I kind of like to zoom out a little bit as well and like I I look at when I look at Bitcoin, I often like to look at Bitcoin as a person and like the personality. But when you zoom out as well, like Bitcoin is really coming into teenage years. You know, it's mm. it's been a kid. It's coming through its teenage years. There's growing pains. There's, you know, establishing its own identity, you know, finding purpose, those kind of things. So those are all sort of themes through these current years um, and are expected in the life cycle of Bitcoin as well. So, you know, when you set it in the backdrop of, of all of these macro things that you're talking about as well, um, you know, Bitcoin is a teenager and it's just finding its way in the world and really establishing who it is. And, um, you know, so we're, we're going to see those kind of transitions. It, it is a time of growth. It is a time of transition. And sometimes it feels, you know, awkward and clunky. And like when we were teenagers, we felt awkward at times and, you know, oh unsure God. of ourselves. And so we, it's just like, but we, but we also know like this too shall pass. Like these, these times don't last forever. And so we grow through these stages. Exactly. Yeah, it is. It's just a little teenager. It's yeah. just figuring out life and yeah. And figuring out the identity and the place in the world. And, and that's what this energy is all about. Just finding its place. And for, now, for, other pe hmm. for other people also to understand it, like, right. It's so it's like, okay, you're yeah. a teenager. I don't quite understand you, but I'm starting to see who you are, what's coming through. So I think we're in that zone with, um with Bitcoin. We also have Mars yeah. in, in the third house also communication mm -hmm. so you know that's kind of an interesting balance of energies because we have that like you know mars is very much like energy action assertiveness while libra is like balance harmony and relationships so there's almost this like 
desire to be to take action in a diplomatic balanced manner um so again tying in with that theme of cooperation and connectedness seeking cooperation and fairness so you know while mars can bring that impulsiveness libra can encourage more sort of measured decisions so as we see certain things like you know the BRICS summit and things like that i'm you know i'm hoping that we see some diplomacy through the world you know i'm hoping that that energy mm. does come through and we do see action that needs to be taken to align with fairness and cooperation but i really hope that it can be achieved in a diplomatic way diplomacy is the key word around <laughs> all of this i just had a little light bulb moment and remembered we got to talk about finance yeah yeah it's bnb token is it an all like a year it's year low it's at the lowest yeah. it's been this year. Mm. And it's so interesting. And I, I actually found a tweet. I am going to um, shout out Sunny Decree is the name, but this is like the perfect tweet that summarizes it for me. To simplify the Binance issue, Binance introduced its own token, BNB. Its utility is mainly within the Binance platform. The total market cap of BNB is roughly equivalent to 1.2 million Bitcoin. But Binance doesn't hold 1.2 million Bitcoin. If BNB's value drops, Binance might liquidate Bitcoin to support BNB's price. This strategy is sustainable until it's not. If it fails, we could see a situation similar of ftx but magnified and i so what are they saying that they hold they don't hold enough bitcoin to be doing that so they're using like customers bitcoin is that what that, that's is that what that's saying you could say that because they would need to sell they would need to be able to upkeep the price of bitcoin uh, of bnb and uh, if they don't have enough Bitcoin in their reserves, then they'd be selling all of it. They can't then go to give the money back to their investors and that's mm. FTX all over again because mm. they would need to declare bankruptcy and fail or just not be able to, with you know, their clients start asking for withdrawals and they just can't afford it. Um. And what's just so interesting about this, though, is like, I feel like this was all of the big master plan. That's what they wanted to happen to bit to Binance. Mm. Because they wanted to force about, them into that position. Exactly. They wanted to force them into financial issues. Because think about it. Why don't they have all that Bitcoin anymore? Why has BNB dropped so much? Well, because... Be, uh, Binance keeps getting kicked out of all these countries. Sure, they're going and making partnerships with other countries and they're accepting mm -hmm. it, but let's be real, where is the majority of the retailers' money coming from? From countries such as US, US you know, UK, et cetera, et cetera. So 
uh, Canada, right? So they have just literally pushed Binance into a corner. And if Binance now can't, you know, fulfill the withdrawals or keep up their token, it's like, because BNB, the token is such a key part of Binance. You yeah. know, like you yeah. pay a lot of your fees in BNB. Um, it's just, I just thought this was so wild, the timing of it. I expected this stuff to happen in October. Mm. Um, I, I really thought the eclipses, and uh, honestly, I'll have to go through the astrology and check out the astrology for Binance. But um, yeah. yeah, I just really expected this more so around October and eclipse season, but it might already be happening now or yeah, this could just think. be the warning mm, it's such an interesting thing I never know which way to think feel about um Binance I mean I don't actually use Binance myself personally but yeah and there is an element of it like I remember like again I I never used FTX either because there was something yeah. about FTX that I just I didn't look, I'm not saying that I did this big due diligence research on it. And I, I thought that it was dodgy. I just never had a good feeling about it. Whereas Binance is mm. something about Binance and all of the FUD around Binance that doesn't quite feel the same. Now, I'm not saying that that's not, I'm not saying that they're, that they're perfect or that they're good or I have no idea. I'll put, I'll put my hands up and say that, but there does feel somewhat of this, um, energy around it that like you know we need to create this big bag boogeyman right and Binance mm. is it right it's almost this we've got to create a common energy a con common en enemy and it's like they're because Binance will not toe the line um with a lot of these countries it's like they've mm. made Binance the enemy and that's like a lot of the press that comes out now I'm look don't get me wrong. I wouldn't be holding any, any crypto on Binance right now for sure. Like this, yeah. this and this may unravel, but there is also this energy around it that this kind. I don't know. I sort of feel intuitively that a lot of this stuff, a lot of the fud around Binance, is, um, you know, in an effort to discredit Binance. Right? Is they they didn't mm. play our game, so we're going to take them down. Um, which is feels a little different to me with to FTX. However, this what you're saying right now does seem sound to be like quite a calculated attack of yeah. cutting off all areas to Binance. Like that's been the aim of the game for for a while. Like their their um their Binance stablecoin, they cut off Paxos so that that would cut off one area of entry into into Binance. Like they're trying to sort of plug all of those holes and back Binance into a corner. Now we shall see if, you know, this will all come out in the open if Binance has been commingling funds in the same way that FTX was and they are using <laughs> user funds. Um, so that will remain to be seen, but I think it is, interesting the energy around both of these sort of stories feels different to me and i i don't know yeah. why i'm not saying that like i'm not saying this is true because this is literally just me 
you know, spitballing. This is I'm not doing I'm not saying this based off astrology or anything like that. I think I will have a little deeper look at Binance's chart. Um, but there does sort of seem to be this um this idea that we're gonna make Binance the enemy and um discredit Binance in that way. So let's see how this plays out. I think it's it's interesting though to see. Because this may be yeah. a calculated attack that forces them into a into a hole really. Yeah, I'm actually just I, I I couldn't help myself. I actually just pulled it up. <laughs> for this. I'm sorry. I'm just like no, need it now. Classically, your energy. I'm like, mm. give me answers. Uh, where is um, my... where yeah. is Binance's Chiron? So their Chiron is in Pisces. Mm. Okay, twenty eighth so... degree of Pisces, and so. I actually see here, so the full moon is happening in the fifth house. And so the fifth house is educational matters like learning. Um, and we have the sun going through the 11th house, which is central banks, board of directors, people of authority. So that's some light being shown upon that. Yeah. Um, it's natal Uranus has been constantly um, hit or squared Pluto with Pluto actually going in retrograde. It's come back to kind of shake up um, some things there. And that's happening in the seventh house. So everything to do with exchanges, valuation, potential scandals. Um. And Uranus is on top of, so in conjunct to Venus. And Venus, you know, when we talk about financial astrology, that's got a lot to do with with money. So potential mm. money problems being shaken up by Uranus right there for Binance. Um, that's kind of like the first things that catch my eye, just as I'm kind of like analyzing it here live. Um, yeah. Mm. And, and actually, seeing as you said Chiron, the Uranus is actually moving through and trying the natal Chiron. Mm. So it's kind of playing around with it there. Yeah, yeah. interesting. So like for, for Chiron, which is like the wounded healer of astrology, it's sort of, it represents the areas where we experience deep emotional wounds and also almost like, it's almost like wounding that you will, you will kind of carry through your lifetime, right? And it's not, it's not that like, oh, I'm going to be wounded in this area and I can never recover. I can never heal from it. It's not that, but it's like that recovering from that wounding is really part of your growth. So for that being in Pisces, that is really associated with empathy, spirituality, the collective unconscious. So again, it it, it kind of is that, um, you know, the collective unconscious is really sort of speaking to me in that way of like that's mm. continually being wounded, like this underlying idea of what 
finance is, is going to be continually challenged in people's consciousness, you know? And so that, but that's their mm. job to heal that also. So you can go right. one of two ways with Chiron. You can just keep that wounding and you can, you know, basically walk around with it and never, you know, so in this context, it's like you can do things that are going to lead people to think badly of you and they're, they're in the co collective consciousness. Whereas, or you can heal that and, you know, step out of that and begin to heal and repair that. So I think sometimes Binance goes two ways. Like, I don't feel like they handle it from a PR side of things very well. Mm. Um, they kind of come at it with a, you know, a middle finger more than anything, <laughs> which, you know what I mean? Which doesn't instill confidence in investors. Right? You know, you know what I'm what laughing I mean? like, because... They're Mercury's <laughs> in Cancer. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, I hate you. Here's my fingers, my root fingers <laughs> up at you. And exactly. I'm going to go my way. You know what I mean? It's There's never really a, they never kind of come out and, and explain things with clarity. Like, hey, these are our dealings with the, with the SEC. This is why this happened. This is what we said no to. Whereas it's such a contrast with the way that Coinbase handles things from a PR perspective, right? right. Whereas Binance is like, I'm just going to run around the world and do whatever I want. And I'm just going to give you the middle finger. And now, I mean, look, we're all in crypto. We love that vibe. However, mm -hmm. there is an element of like, there needs to be some cooperation and also some clarity like around um, it, it leaves space for these kind of rumors to come through and this kind of FUD to be thrown at them because people, if there is no clarity, then people just assume things. And also with this PTSD that people have from FTX, um, you know, there, there needs to be a lot more transparency and um, clarity for people to be able to trust these institutions. Yep. 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 Oh, just, just times to to play it safe guys for yeah. us i yeah. think that this is another friendly reminder of just really know where you are keeping your crypto and yeah. whether you have ownership to it uh you know you guys can go back i think it was last episode I did my little teacher slash mom rant on the importance of you guys actually <laughs> owning your crypto. Um, I say it with so much love. So I think this is like really the bottom line for us because no matter then what happens with Binance, with anything else, I mean, even Coinbase, you know, um, it's just, this is what crypto is about. This is what Bitcoin has really brought to disrupt and change in the world the ownership where we don't need middlemen anymore. That doesn't need to be an intermediary. And when we can be an ownership of our currency, of our money, which essentially is bringing back power to us and our energy in our own hands, um, yeah, we don't need to rely on anybody else. Like Claire said earlier, it's about removing trust from people because, I mean, we've all heard of human error, whether it's intentional or not, there is human error. And that's what's so beautiful about being able to 
essentially rely or put our trust in a predetermined code that has been agreed upon that can't be modified or manipulated, that's transparent for everybody to see. And I think people are going to start to see and understand that more and more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and any of these things, I mean, you know, these centralized exchanges, they are, I've noticed as well, they all want now KY, full KYC. Um, mm. You know, yep. so they, they all want full KYC, I think. I saw Qcoin and Bybit also, um, sorry, Bybit did that a long time ago. They required you to be able to KYC fully if you want to make any withdrawals mm. from their exchange. And um, BitGet, I think, was a recent one as well. So they are all doing that oh. to be in compliance. And so, look, these centralized exchanges are useful for a purpose. I think it was the Kraken CEO that came out and said, don't hold your crypto with us. We're not a bank. We're an exchange. Mm. Like it says it in the name. That's what they're useful for. That's what their job is, is you can go on there. You can exchange either fiat or other crypto for another cryptocurrency. That's what they do. And that's what they're good at. Um, you know, you, I don't trust any centralized exchange to hold crypto on. Um, mm. You know, that's, that's not, that's not what crypto is about. We're not here to just create another version of the current system. You know, we're here to do something new and, and it's an honor and a gift to be able to take personal responsibility um, of your finances. We've yes. never been able to do that before. You know, we've never been able to do that before. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, this is something new and exciting and, you know, it's a really good thing to do and to, to have that personal ownership. And um, yeah, it's an honor to be able to do that now um, when we previously couldn't, you know? So um, yeah, again, just stay stay safe in these times. And, and also one last thing in regards to the, the astrology of this time as well, when I was talking about Mars um, in Libra, you know, this kind of time can, when, when you have like sort of contradictory ener energies together, it can sort of lead to a space of, indecisiveness so um you know libra mm -hmm. does seek balance but it can also lead to indecision so strive for that balance between you know thoughtful consideration but also taking action so if you're sort of looking at um you know the moves of bitcoin and it's it's coming down and you've sort of had this idea of like when it comes down and you know i'm going to add to my position but then when it comes down to it you're in this indecisive space of like <gasps> oh, I don't know if it'll go down again or if it'll go up, you know, like it's it's also about taking action in those moments. And the thing that I think I find most frustrating about conversations around crypto is that, you know, nobody's interested in Bitcoin when it's at 20K, but when it's at 50, 60, everybody wants some. And, yeah. you know, it's really like these times where, you know, Bitcoin is on sale um, is is the time to be really strategic about your investments for the future like that's that's what we're about so not being not yeah. being impulsive you know keeping your emotions in check but also not being afraid to take action when it's time to take action yeah friendly reminder that bitcoin's all-time high was almost seventy thousand dollars that means that if bitcoin was at thirty five thousand dollars if my math is right, that's 50% off. So if yeah. Bitcoin right now is sub 30K, that's a pretty great discount. 
yeah. food for thought, no financial advice because nothing's guaranteed. We don't know 100% if Bitcoin's going to go all the way up. Astrology is not even used for this, guys. I want to like even there remind like mm-hmm. astrology is not a, like I don't believe the future is set in stone. What yep. astrology allows us to do is just like, hey, here are the energies, here are the potentials. This is what we may, what may happen. Um, and so nothing is set in stone. So is Bitcoin going to go back to all-time highs and above? Maybe. Yeah. Do you believe that it's going to go to all-time highs and above? That's what actually really matters. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So on that note, yeah. I think we can, we can close. Um, happy right. full moon in Pisces, everybody. Yes. Happy full moon in Pisces, everyone. Release, let go and peace love and bitcoin peace love and bitcoin thank you for joining us for another episode of the bitcoin zodiac podcast we hope you enjoyed our discussions about the evolution of bitcoin viewed through the lens of financial astrology this podcast does not offer financial advice so please make sure you do your own research and stay tuned for our next episode where we will continue to dive deeper and build off these perception-expanding topics. Remember, whatever your beliefs may be, we all have something to learn from each other. So stay curious, stay open-minded, and keep exploring the world of Bitcoin and astrology. As always, may the stars align in your favor and your crypto investments prosper. Until next time, peace, love, and Bitcoin.